and welcome to a second episode of Gunplay Dust Memories. Um, we're the, finally the people, back. The people um, wanted it. The people wanted it, and we've listened, and here we are with a second episode many months later. It took a few months, a billion, yep. but we got there. We got there in the end. So, I am Jim Purvis, if you don't remember who I am. Yes, and uh, I am Barry Topping, and with us today we have a very special guest. We have Mr. Graham White. Hello there, how's it going? Good, Graham. How are you? I'm oh, pretty good. Like a yeah. Graham's a friend of ours and a very, I'd, I'd say, quite a proficient model builder. Yep, yep. We'll talk about that later on. But we he's won't. built some really impressive model kits. Um, so it's good. Yeah, we're very excited to have you here, Graham. Cheers for having me. He's come down from the the grim north. Yeah, so yeah, I'm <laughs> sure, right. if anyone's having any trouble at any point understanding Graham's accent, I'm so sorry. Oh, it's fine. They'll understand my like can. What, what about <laughs> our, for our fans in Singapore? They might not. Oh yeah. So yeah, we've had a really good response to the first episode. Um, a lot of people downloaded it. A lot of people have got in touch. They started talking about gunpla, building yes. gunpla, buying gunpla. It's really um, exciting. Owen, uh, if you'll remember Owen, our guest from the first episode, picked up. Well, I say picked up. We bought him. <laughs> first, first ever Gunpla we bought him Wii Zaku so we built that and since then bought a Nobel Gundam so yeah. straight to the perverted yeah. there, there's not many but he managed to managed to weed them out um, but no it's been I think it's been really good there's been a lot of engagement on Twitter in terms of people picking yeah. up the movie trilogy watching it um, moving on to other things you hadn't you hadn't watched uh, no much, the only thing really. I kind of watched prior to the, well, the first episode was uh, Gundam Wing yes. can't like yourself uh, there's a lot of people in that position yeah. right? so I mean after that episode went up and you guys posted up the, the link on Tumblr just kind of running through started off with Mobile Suit Gundam then Warm the Pocket just so yeah. on yeah I think you watched you watched Zeta in like two days or <laughs> yeah. something like just Zeta yes any that's any particular favourites from what you've watched Warm so the Pocket that's pretty much yeah, my favourite like, uh, War in the Pocket is like such a brilliant product at that time in terms of how it looks, mm, how it sounds. Definitely, definitely. It's weird, there's not there's nothing quite like it. it. It almost has the parts of it that aren't like horribly tragic almost have like this kind of like nineties dating sim <laughs> going on. Like, totally I could that. really I think we should do, get a War in the Pocket colony dating sim where you could like <laughs> romance Christina and I don't you know, could take, take Bernie out for hamburgers. Yep, yep. So I know it's been good, and uh, as we mentioned earlier, I think we're quite popular in Singapore. Oh yeah, um, it was pretty funny. Uh, I think like a week or so after we launched the first episode, I uh, got an email from iTunes, and the title was, congratulations, you're in the top 10 this week for hobbies. <laughs> I was like, hell yeah. I was planning out my YouTube stardom career, I was like, <laughs> wondering what I was going to spend all the ad revenue on, and then opened the email, and it turns out, still really cool and really exciting, but... Turns out we were top 10 for hobbies in Singapore. For <laughs> so hello to all our, our friends, our fans in Singapore. All right, um, guys, how's it going? Well, from Fraser Brad to Singapore, <laughs> all the way to you. Um, but no, I mean, it's been great. Um, by all means, if, if you've built any kits, if you picked up your first uh, Gunpla since the first episode, or even since this, uh, just we're on Twitter now, we're at Gunpla Dust. So just send us pictures of your kits if you like. Um, there's, it's, been, it's been great. So thank you, yeah. thank you for, for all your engagement. Um, on to the, the world of Gundam now, there's a few things been happening since um, just in, in the anime and, and that really. Um, we've had uh, G-Recos started and Gundam Build Fighters Try has also started, I believe, both since we did the first episode. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think both started just after we aired the first episode of Gunpla Dust Memories. Mm. Um, and they're both actually pretty close to being finished now. I think they've only respectively got about six, seven episodes left. 
Yeah, GBF uh, Build Fighters Try is the second in the, the, it's the second season of Gundam Build Fighters, which yeah. we're going to talk a little bit about more later. But um, yeah, G Greco is kind of a weird one. Yeah, know, yeah. Because um, um, it was, it was kind of. Well, I remember it was kind of touted as a standalone thing, but also kind of touted as like a a, a late UC. It's kind of funny. Um, from what we knew before it started, um, it sounded like it would actually be quite a new, fresh start and may actually be a good jumping on point for people who hadn't watched Gundam before. Mm. And it has since turned out to be very weird and convoluted, which is tip- pretty typical of Gundam, actually, <laughs> most of the time. But um, yeah, I've had a couple of people who tweeted them and have been like, what the fuck is going on yeah, yeah. Who is well, I've, he I've not machine? I've not watched much of, like well a show like that I think I want as always I want to let the season finish before I watch it all but yeah. I watched a bit of it and like I, I took the, th- the thing I took away from it is like how different the tone is from mm. yeah it's um how like different the tone is but also how some moments are just like quintessentially Gundam people <laughs> have talked about in the past about how there's like there's the happy Tomino and there's the sad Tomino and I'd say this is like definitely the happy Tomino uh, and you can always yeah. tell because there's like uh, physical comedy with animals which is a lot of in G-Record there's like monkeys uh. falling out of trees, <laughs> which is like maybe not in Gundam but in like other uh, mecha scenes and you've also got the, the reimagined Harrow as well oh yeah Harrow's back Harrow's back that's like faces. a sign that Har- like, Harrowby <laughs> that's Harrowby, Harrowby. The thing that I found strange about G-Record is not that I've watched like I said I've not watched much so I can't really make mm. any solid opinions but like they do shit in their mobile suit which do, I thought was kind of that was, um, was kind of I don't know if I like that that's but. kind of well <laughs> that specific example is kind of strange but one of the cool things I think is really awesome about the series is they spent a lot of time paying attention to detail and kind of making it a believable world so mm. you kind of just get mm. stupid scenes like uh, Bellry who's the main character like you get like scenes where he's just like staring at a girl's backside and like she's just like <laughs> what the fuck are you doing stop it and just like slap people or like you get kind of the practicalities of space stuff where like someone will be in a space fight and someone will come loose and smack a guy in the face in zero G I thought the, wor- like, the world was really nice like, the whole thing looks great it's very yeah, yeah, it's it's really the colour palettes and stuff if you've ever seen Eureka 7 which if you like G-Reco you'd definitely like Eureka 7 um, they're by the same director and most of the same staff. Yeah, so, you can you can um, tell. There's a lot of commonalities there. Yeah. Also, the character design's got a bit of a kind of Studio Ghibli feel about it. I mean, it's that. Yeah, it. it's it's along that kind of colourful. Yeah, the Capitol Tower, which is like the main like feature of the series, is like totally something you would see in like Laputa or like Howl's Moving Castle. It's like totally. Well, that's the thing, though. like you see the main character, and I'm thinking, oh, there he is. That's Howl. And then suddenly you see like an enemy guy, and he kind of looks a bit like Howl with blonde hair. And it's like, oh, there he is, that's Howl. It's like, oh god, that's racist, Graham. <laughs> oh, no, they all look the same. They all, they all like Howl. All these faces, all these fucking faces oh, look shit. the same. Unbelievable. <laughs> Another thing that struck me about Jericho is like, I think for like almost a full episode and a half, like the cockpit and the G self is open. That's it's a, like yeah. get the cockpit. That's a total um, ZZ Gundam as well. I know. Like, the star yeah, of ZZ Having a uh, the thing like ha, oh, there's been so much double Zeta on my timeline. Like, so like four or five people I follow have all been watching double Chode, Zeta. Showed, oh, yeah. God, have all been watching at the same time. It's and been, yeah, I think a lot of people are now finally between starting it and catching up are now at ZZ or it's kind of like oh, maybe Gundam wasn't for me after all. I don't know if I like it that much. But yeah. no, so that's that's what's been happening in the anime world. Uh, like I said, we'll come back to Build Fighters later on. Yeah. Uh, but for now, we should. Probably talk about kits. And sure. there's been a lot of new kits released 
um, since we since we last. Oh, Jim's looking up his list of. No, kits. I got some. I got some. I'm good. Yeah. Um, We've got all the, the Gireco HGs for starters. Yeah. Um, the great thing about having two new anime series run at the same time is you get two runs of uh, new gunpla kits, which is great. Um, there's the new HG Rekengista and G line, and obviously the high grade Build Fighters line. Yes. Is still running strong. The Build Fighters kits. I've just been getting better and better, really. Oh, yeah, totally. Um, real good. I haven't bought that many yet, but I did get the build burning Gundam right away because of the G Gundam vibes. Because it's just like, <laughs> um, if you look at it, it's actually kind of interesting. I bought it, and in the manual, I think it says it's based on uh, Impulse, maybe. That's it. I think it's Impulse. It's impulse. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, I got that and built it, and it's a really impressive high grade. It's really well engineered. Um, it has a lot of cool joint systems, especially in the arms and the wrists that let it do all the awesome kind of martial arts poses you might have seen if you're watching the show. You can make it do high kicks. And actually, um, just as an experiment, I got it to do a handstand as well, which was like, yeah, this is pretty awesome. <laughs> the Bill Fighters kits are moving into really interesting territory. Um, some of the most recent ones, the the sort of the, the, the star-winning Gundam, which oh, yeah. is... An SD of one of the main characters Trans- has an HG transformation. Yeah, um, like an SD that transforms. Into you haven't version. actually seen it in the show yet. Just seen it on the box. Seen it on the box, <laughs> and they're like, "Yep." And there's 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 the three SDs that combine into mobile armor as well. Oh yeah, yeah. Whoa. And there's also the the try on three. Try on three is I'm I'm absolutely desperate it's, to it's get. It's like a, is it? It's like a a kind of stingray kind yeah, of like one and two, a like two minutes ago we were slagging um, off the Zeta, double Zeta Gundam and now like the try on three yeah we have a, a, a variation of the double Zeta that actually <laughs> quite yeah, like um, <laughs> try on three is totally like an homage to like 60s uh, super robot shows um, it's got a crazy lion chest and it's mm. it's got a, quite a gearish multicolored colour scheme I mean there's there's always been transformable Gunpla like this isn't a new yeah. thing but I mean this is really uncharted territory like transforming Combining hmm. Gunpla in the, in, in, the, in the HG yeah. line, especially. So, there's some real, real exciting yeah. stuff coming out of that just now. Um, there's been a few Master Grades announced for this year as well, um, but not particularly exciting ones. Master Grade Dark Matter Exia, which is a Build Fighters kit from the first season. Oh, right, Seems okay. like a bit of a strange move yeah. to me to announce like a, a year old design as a new master yeah. grade double x as well and mg double x looks pretty cool actually um, it does but when we've already got an mg x x yeah. and the x mouth from build fighters as well it's like it's not yeah. much of a variance i think the thing i think about master grade sometimes is you just slap some extra runners in a box and you have a new master grade that seems to be the way bandai <laughs> operate yeah. i'll come back to that when i review the review my own kit this month but <laughs> As, um, as as a fan of Master Grades, it looks like a bit of a disappointing year for MGs on the whole. Yeah, um, there's, I suppose there is the new um, Re 100 line, but they are mostly focused on kind of niche kits like the well, yeah, well, Zeta Mark III. Yeah, stuff that either didn't have a kit or has a really old kit. The problem with the, the sort of Reborn 100 line though is that they're like HG level of build they have no inner frame oh, right, so they yeah. fit together more like hg's uh, yeah. the nightingale and the gundam mark 3 were the first two yeah and then there's what else the gpo4 yeah the gpo4 um and i there's something else as well that one from amaro's suit from oh the dj or the yeah DG. yeah that one. so strange cats bulk thing i'd get more excited <laughs> about them if I feel like they might be detracting from actually getting master grades of kits that people yeah. really want master grade versions of, but 
and they're expensive too. I mean, the Nightingale was a very, very large but very expensive kit for when you consider yeah. it. I mean, you're it's paying huge. for the plastic. You're not really paying for how good a kit is <laughs> at that point. There's also been some RGs as well. So the RG Exia and Graham, I suppose you've built the yeah, wings. The wing on them, yeah. What yeah. did you think of that? It was actually really good. I mean, it's kind of similar to what a lot of RG kits like, but I mean, because this this is one of the the stupid Gundams that's got a wings kind of mm. on the back of it, you're kind of taking a lot of time and a lot of detail with that, and it's it looks really good. But once you put the backpack on, it kind of wants to kind of fall back. Ah. So it's kind of like how did it compare? You built the old Wing Master Grade. Uh, I say old, just yeah, the, yeah. The, the show. Yeah. How did it compare yeah. to that? Um, different suits, admittedly. Different but. suits, like aye, and of course different sizes. So I think. I really can add a lot more enjoyment with the the real grade. Mm. That's mainly because I'm just kind of sucker for like posability. I mean, like yeah. those kind of inner frames, like oh god, they're brilliant. But yeah, it's decent enough. There is guy. some fiddliness generally with the real grades because I know mm. I had the real grade Sharzaku, and you had I had to spend a fair amount of time uh, using poly cement and kind of getting stuff glued in to make it fit right Jeez. because. Um, so, for example, the pipes that you see on Z- Azaku's like legs and um, torso, like anytime you applied any kind of movement to those areas, like the little pipes were had so much tensile oh, strength right, that they yeah, kind of yeah. like popped off, and like you get sprayed in the face with little plastic pipes. <laughs> and then if you were building it on a room that had a carpet, the little tiny pipes were embedded in the carpet, oh, and you'd spend a lot of time crawling around with a magnifying glass and a torch <laughs> trying to find these little pink pieces. So it's like a little bit similar to the real grade Gundam Mark II with the pipes, which oh, kind yeah. of just keeps um, snapping out every now and then. Yeah, it seems to be like a common thing in the real grades is you spend a lot of time with a ruler and a pair of scissors <laughs> trying to yeah, cut up pieces of pipe cleaner. The, things, the minute you look at anything about that Mark II, people are like, the pipes. Mm. The pipes. pipes look cool <laughs> once they're there, but um, yeah, definitely a struggle. Yes, well, yeah. So, I mean, that's that's really what's been happening in the, the world of Gundam. I think we stressed this last last month, but I'll say last month, we stressed this last year. Last year. <laughs> it's like when, you're, when you're a fan of this hobby, it's like every day is a news day. Oh yeah, there's always stuff coming out. P Bandai though. P Bandai. There's been lots yeah. more P Bandai been lots of, tyranny this month. There's been a lot of crossbone activity. There's been like a high grade crossbone X1 been when did the master grade crossbone come out was that last year as well which one there's three of them oh god see this is the thing i don't even know which one i'm talking about but that you've you've set up a pretty good link for the next section because that's exactly what i'm going to be talking about oh, so. great. okay so we've both been uh well we've all been all three of us have been very active with building kits um this year um i've built the built a high grade Rose and Zulu, the episode 7 one, which was lovely. I built the SD New Gundam, as you can see, he's right there. Oh, yep, yep. Very um, cute. I finished off the Master Grade Heavy Arms, which is a kit, Graham, you've built yep. too. Finished off the Master Grade Banshee, that was an older kit I'd done, went back to it. Um, and this kit, which I'm going to be talking about, which is the Master Grade Crossbone Gundam X1 Full Cloth. It's quite a mouthful of a name. Also <laughs> known as Skullheart. Yeah, there's a couple of crossbone mangas. Um, if you're pretty hardcore and you want to know what happens even after the late UC, um, the Crossbone mangas are pretty cool. Crossbone's um, pretty good because after the kind of disappointment of F91, Crossbone picks up directly after that. Yeah, and yeah. kind of Crossbone gets better and better as you go. Really. Follows the story pretty on pretty well. You also get to see Judo as well at one point from Double Zeta, which totally, is cool. Totally, totally. So I, um, a very interesting kit, something I had a lot of fun building throughout. Um, if you if you don't know the visual aesthetics of what the crossbone is, it's like a Gundam used by pirates. Yep. 
So you can imagine it's got lots of skull and crossbones on it, which is always a good yep, aesthetic. Looks awesome. Um, the whole thing reminds me of um, the Arcadia from Captain Harlock. Oh yeah, it's definitely got massive, Harlock massive vibes. Arcadia vibes. Yeah. But, um, this is an older Master Grade, and before I started building it, one thing that came up was how bad the joints were. Yeah. Um, and as I was building it, it's not something I noticed, but unfortunately, when I got to the end, it was something I noticed. <laughs> oh, we'll talk about the positives first, though. Sure. Um, it's, it's one of these Master Grades where something I really like about some kits is for every section you're building, the body, the arms, the legs, it'll tell you which runners you need for each section. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. Too. So you'll get onto like, the head unit and it'll give you a list of every runner you need, which is. So, I mean, I mean, this is a big box Master Grade, so it came yeah, in like, what, definitely. 15, 7, like. 20 runners Jeepers. you don't want to have to have 20 runners sitting out yeah. all the yeah, time yeah. It's, it's I've got a pretty thing. big table and even sometimes I'm just kind of swamped by the amount of runners on a table well exactly so that was a really nice thing um, and the sheer amount of stuff that the crossbone comes with um, I touched on this briefly earlier how the way it tends to go with iterations of master grades is they'll take a pre-existing master grade and just add a bunch of parts yeah. in the box so what you're really getting here is the Verka crossbone master grade or a bunch of extra stuff added nice. Now that's good because it comes with all the parts that came with the original Crossbone Master Grade, so you can build that one if you want. You can build two sets of part configurations and switch between the two. Oh, nice. So really you're almost getting two kits yeah, for the price nice. of one here. But the extras that the full cloth comes with are of course the full cloth armour, which is a big kind of Batman style cave <laughs> that goes over the front and the back. Yep. Uh, you're getting the Peacock Smasher, which is this big massive crossbow. Yeah. And um, you're getting a, a kind of a flintlock beam rifle. Oh, yeah, yeah. And there's this kind of really, really nice, I'll show you it here. It's like a big curly kind of pirate beam scimitar. Oh, 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 okay, oh, yeah, for readers at home, um, for listeners at home, you'll just have to imagine like a big what pirate a, a sword. A beam scimitar beams. looks like. <laughs> and then it comes with its other kind of long, it's like this spiky beam sword with skull and crossbones on it too. And they, they really go like all out. They do. I mean, it comes weapons. with shield parts that are concealed weapons that are knives that slide into the back of the legs. <laughs> Um, I remember on the um, the crossbow Mao, the hybrid, um, it has uh, knife launchers in the bases of its feet as well, which yeah, is awesome. likewise so does this. Oh, that's sweet! Jesus. And um, the shoulder, one of my favorite things is like the kind of the the skull detail on the shoulders comes off and can be fitted as boxing gloves. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, which that's is pretty cool, pretty fucking cool. Which is one of the things I love about this kit so much is the cartoony aesthetic. Oh yeah, it yeah. comes with it comes with two sets of skull parts. It comes with these ones that look more kind of like the manga, but you get the kind of photorealistic skull parts that come with the Verka as well so if you want a you know, very realistic well this is it. if you want something that looks like it mission. came from the manga you, <laughs> you can you can just build it as is but if you want something that looks kind of more realistic you can put all the decals on it it comes with a bunch of you know the kind of your average needless logos and slogans oh, yeah. decals, but, um, it's a super super nice kit it comes with core fighter as well I always feel like core fighter kits represent added value. Oh yeah, but the crossbone core fighter, of course, is has four engines that kind oh, of yeah. spread out into the X behind oh, it, which is what right. make, okay. gives you know, that's where the name crossbone really comes from. It's got pretty much every Gundam gimmick ever. Well, this is it. It, it basically does have every gimmick in the kit, and the thing was a great build. And I mean, the final product looks it looks so good. It's yeah. easily one of my favorite Definitely. mobile suits. Um, but I mean, look at that. That's beautiful. Right? Yep. So, wow. Such a nice. You're gonna have to. Imagine we'll post some good it looks, well. but no, it was a great <laughs> kit to build. Um, it was easy. It was I had ran into no problems building it. Um, the detail was fine. I painted some bits of it with markers, and it was all pretty good. But the problems came upon final assembly with the arm joints, which mm. are unfortunately as bad as I was told about. Mm. Oh dear. Um, it's kind of it's. You can tell that basically the the inner frame 
is just basically the Verka. It's, it was it's, it's, it must be the exact same inner frame that was built to support the weapons that came with the Verka, ah, like yeah. the flintlock and that. But unfortunately, when you add in the massive new sword and the peacock smasher, they aren't not one joint in that arm can hold the peacock smasher. Ah, okay. oh, it's disappointing. So to to sort of clarify what I had to do, I had to glue the peacock smasher into the hand. Oh. The hand couldn't hold it. The wrist joint like bends down towards the wrist. <laughs> the oh, no. both elbow joints bend down, and the shoulder joints. Oh. You know, I hope in hell. But I, I got it into a poseable position in the end, anyway. After I glued it, and I, I'm sure there are ways of strengthening joints, but certainly after the hour I spent posing, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't have the patience to to go and do that. But I mean, that's that's one small negative out of yeah. what otherwise was a really positive experience. And out of all the master grades I've built, I don't think I've ever built anything that represents such great value. Oh straight yeah, totally. out of the box. Sounds, you just spent like a good ten minutes of the podcast there listing everything it can do. So yeah. oh, it's incredible. <laughs> it comes with so much stuff, and I think with that visual aesthetic, I'd recommend any of the crossbone kits to yeah. anyone. Yeah. You know, the X two, the black one, comes with that big lance, which oh, is yeah. you know, a pirate Gundam with a lance. That's a pretty fucking sweet. Yeah. The um, in build fighters try, it's looking like there's going to be like a um, crossbone X one. Uh, kit and so I'm pretty looking forward to probably picking that up as well. I'm sure it'll just be the the recently released HGUC crossbone with a couple extra runners thrown yeah. in the box. So can we'll see I if just that, take my money. That, we'll see if that. Can I want that specifically. The, the I want the Batman cape. I'm totally up for that. <laughs> I mean, the good like I mean, you can have the cape on. You can have the cape off. I want the cape on. You can you can put it through every every variant. The only thing you don't get with it, which is kind of disappointing, it doesn't come with a cloth cape. That you oh, got with the earlier oh, master grades, yeah. but you Make know, you one can, yourself. Well, you can buy one of those old sand rocks, <laughs> put a tissue on it or something. <laughs> oh, so you can do that. But no, like for a kit that you can buy, get shipped for under thirty dollars, uh, thirty dollars, thirty pounds. Uh, it's probably, in terms of bang for buck, it's the best master grade I've built. Oh yeah. And in terms of design, it's definitely one of my favourites. Nice. It's a shame, shame about those arms. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But a lovely kit. I'll post some more pictures of that on our on our Twitter and our Tumblr, so you can see what it looks like. Awesome. Very nice. Uh, James, what have you been sure. doing? I'll quickly run through everything I built. So the benefits of mostly focusing on hybrids is you can knock out like hundreds of kits in no time at all. So built the HGUC Sazabi, um, which is pretty good. It's just a big uh, hybrid kit um, with quite a lot of detail and articulation. It's pretty modern, so got a lot of the mod cons of a modern hybrid. Uh, obviously had to give into the Wrecking Geist and OG hype and buy a Gundam G-Self and the space option parts pack for that. Um, it's really good. Um, the kit itself has kind of limited articulation, but it is, um, it's a 2014 kit, so the plastic's really nice quality. It all cuts out nicely, fits together, no problems, and has some cool little effect parts. Um the salt pack that comes with it as well, if you're interested, will get you a different backpack for the G-Self because the G-Self kind of has the Gundam Seed gimmick of having different packs in every episode. Mm. It gives you a little core fighter that you can play around with. Yeah, and the core fighter is particularly cute. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and the big thing, pretty much the reason I bought it, which is kind of pathetic, but it gives you a red and white shield instead of the default blue shield that you get in the generic kit. Feddy shield. Feddy shield, yeah. It's kind of like a archetypical like Gundam red and white shield, um, which I really wanted. And the space option parts kit is like six pounds. So really, it was pretty good value. Uh, also built uh, the high grade build fighters build burning Gundam, which I kind of touched on earlier on. Um, really awesome kit. Um, really well articulated. 
comes with some cool flame effects parts. Um, out of the box, they look a bit blunt and they don't have much presence really. But mm. what I just did was took a hobby knife and kind of sharpened the sharpened ends because kind of um, Bandai doesn't want to hurt the kids, so they always put safety knobs on the mm. V fins and they kind of done the same with the flames. All the flames are quite blunt, but you can sharpen them up and make them look awesome, and it can do loads of cool poses. Uh, also built the uh, Rengista and G uh, Grimoire, which is kind of the uh, the prize for our competition. As oh well. yeah, the prize for our competition. Uh, let me tell you, give you an idea of what the kit's like. Um, it's really awesome. It's a really simple kit. Um, I, I'm quite slow at building kits because I always take ages making sure every part's got no nubs and no marks. But even for me, I was able to knock out in about two hours. But it's really cool. Um, it's quite a simple generic design but looks quite cute and yeah it's unique. quite it's nice and chunky the if grimoire. you look up online just look for grimoire customs uh the japanese gunpla community has had like a total uh, ball like coming up with custom versions of the um grimoire the one with the cape is particularly yep, grimoire's <laughs> with capes oh, um there's a really good one it's like uh someone basically has taken a panda plastic toy and combined it with um, a grimoire it looks awesome it's like a grim it's like a grimoire panda spaceman thing it looks awesome um grander <laughs> and also uh, one cool thing it comes with is uh the beam whip so if you've seen wrecking goose energy you know that the grimoires have little assault rifles that shoot little whips that let them tie people up like lasers so you get a little bit of malleable plastic that you can use yeah, cool. pose any cool little situations you, you could win it. One of you, you could, you win, could it. win it. One of you is going to win it. One of you is going to win it right now. Who's going to be? Who's it going to be? We just need to keep listening to find out. Could um, be you. I also built uh, the high grade uh, Rictom. There's not too much to say about that. It's, it's just kind of high grade. It's quite an old high grade, and it's just a generic Xeon grunt. So classic design, though, mate. Classic. It's a classic iconic design. So that's why I got it more than for the exciting experience because I've got pretty much every uh, one year war grunt suit at this point i've got the camp for i've got the goof i've oh, got cool. the zaku one zaku two so i thought yeah get the victim it ruined off but it's pretty good there's no real complaints with it but it's just fairly straightforward because it's a high grade grunt suit and the other kit i did which um picked up in the christmas sale for a very respectable four pounds was the high grade thunderbolt zaku one um it's a Zaku One kit based on, and it's another manga kit. Um, so it's based on the, the Mobile Suit Gundam Thunderbolt manga, which is kind of a one-year war side story about some Xeon guys in space doing hardcore black ops and shooting big guns and doing all kinds of ridiculous stuff, um, which is kind of reflected in the kit. Um, it's a yeah, obviously it's is it it's set in an asteroid belt? Or something. Yeah, it's so set in an asteroid all, all, belt. All the kits are like high mobility. Yeah, it's like high mobility, and there's like this kind of aspect of like acquiring junk and repurposing it because it's all kind of waste stuff. Well, yeah, so that Thunderbolt Zaku looks a bit like something at a blast core. A blast core, <laughs> yeah, if you're playing. Yeah, the N64 game Blast Core, you know what we're talking about. It's got this kind of like, stripes. Like yeah, it's got like yellow hazard stripes oh, around the scars. Yeah, yeah. Um, nice. But yeah, it's a really cool kit. Um, it comes with like the most guns I've ever seen in a high grade. Um, two bazookas, just if you fancy two that. Bazookas. Two bazookas, a machine gun, uh, cracker grenades, heat hawks, uh, all sorts of stuff. Um, it's a really know, cool kit. I got it too. Yeah. Um, it'll be my first kit that came with a cracker grenade. Oh, that? For, awesome. su for such a staple of Gundam, <laughs> there's not any kits with crackers. But yeah, I um, really enjoyed building that. The only gripe I had about it really was some of the stickers weren't great. Um, it has 
stickers that you have to apply to rounded surfaces, mm-hmm. which never, even if the, even if you kind of cut, it's like kind of a good tip for stickers if you're ever applying them to a kind of rounded thing is to kind of apply very small cuts round the round the circumference so that they kind of bend into the the rounded bit a bit more. The only the only negative about the Rose and Zulu were, were two stickers that went on the chest that yeah. had that problem. I mean, they look all right when they're on, but if you yeah. really scrutinise them, you can tell that there's. But yeah, that was a really cool weird. kit. Um, really enjoyed building it, and it's pretty cheap because unfortunately people don't really see the appeal of a bright yellow Zaku with hazard stripes all over it. So you should be able to pick it up pretty cheap, and I'll I think there's pictures of it online. I'll post some more if you're interested. But yeah, really good kits. Um, recommend picking up. So that takes us on to you, Mr. White. Right um, you're going to tell us about this this beast here. But first of all, um, you built a lot of models. Have uh, you been building for a while? How long have you been building? Oh, jeez. I've been building models since as long as I can remember. Probably about six years old. Kind of starting off with like things like Thunderbirds. Like, I made like, so much uh, ridiculous uh, Thunderbirds. Did you make Thunderbird the blue too. Peter Trace Allen? No, no, because uh, thankfully my parents were, uh, were actually fortunate to get one. So. Oh. <laughs> Northern money. The bourgeoisie. <laughs> uh. So I've been building models for years like i mean obviously thunderbirds like i mentioned spitfires yeah. boats and things like that any airfix yeah oh, <laughs> spitfire was dead how does how does an air airfix spitfire compare to a perfect grade zaku fucking terrible uh, <laughs> i mean i mean you built a lot you built a lot of coat kits as well you built a uh, rex i'm sure yes metal gear, rex. Uh, metal gear rex i built that in may and it's kind of similar to like the the gunpla. I mean, it's a snap yeah. fit. You know, there's no need for glue, but holy shit, it's one hell of a great kit. Like, Aye. you need to paint Rex though. Really, did you? Paint oh it? yeah, oh, I painted it. Like, I, if you see it unpainted, it's like uh, <laughs> it it, does, it just doesn't look right. I mean, yeah, speaking of kind of on a tangent a wee bit, but um, Bandai have recently acquired like the Star Wars toy license Aye. and just started bringing out um, Star Wars model kits, um, Star oh, Wars Clavo. And the one thing that put me off is I. After I saw the Star Wars Episode 7 trailer, I instantly bought the X Wing. Oh, right, okay. Uh, obviously, I Isn't that like on the trailer. panel line Armageddon? The X-Wing. Yeah, it's panel line Armageddon, and also um, it's almost pure white. So when you assemble it, I haven't assembled mine, but I've seen photos online of what it looks like snap built, and it's just not acceptable. Mm. It doesn't look, oh, it looks hardly anything like an X Wing. So yeah. once I'm going to have to like well. knuckle down and like get, get paints and. <laughs> so what, what I mean what brought you on at Gunpla um, well it was really just kind of by accident I mean I, like when 2001 where they were showing Gundam Wing for the first time you know mm-hmm. I was really kind of into that anime and just kind of milling about Aberdeen going through like one of the comic shops uh, they actually had like the Gunpla mm-hmm. and didn't really know it was Gunpla you know it was just like, oh wow they've got this uh, Gundam Wing stuff oh it's a model kit brilliant so got the Wing Gundam then later on Death Scythe and then after that, they just kind of went away, so it's just like, all oh, right, okay, fair enough. And then, obviously, with you guys kind of like uh, following me on Twitter and me following you, like mm-hmm. just being into the gun class, like, oh wow, might as well get back into that again. <laughs> so, around about February, like, uh, bought my first Master Grade, the Wing Gundam, again. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so bought that one, and it was actually like one of the best like kits I've actually ever built, so I thought, okay, go for another one. Went for Heavy Arms, and that was even better. Mm-hmm. And just kind of left it for a bit because kind of concentrating on uh, going back up north for a bit and uh, working. Uh, they don't they don't like Plamo up north. <laughs> <laughs> Plamo, what the hills up like, eh? <laughs> People all over the world just t- turning off right now. Like, Did what? you get the Plamo fishing boats like three dollars <laughs> that, mate? <laughs> just all the Singapore listeners just tuning out, just like no <laughs> Ma- master grade Shetland ferry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. 
I kind of left it for a bit when I started work, and then obviously with you guys kind of starting the podcast, kind of rekindled my interest in gunpla. So you decided to buy a perfect grade Zaku to. <laughs> it wasn't as immediate as that. Like I mean, uh, after you, the podcast, you've been saving up your pennies, and you're like, I need to spend a lot of money on plastic. <laughs> so. Pretty much like, uh, and we have it right here. We have the Iron Zaku called so because painted up to like a can of iron brew. Yep. That's so right. what made you? What made you decide to do that? Well, it was really when I was watching the Mobile Suit Gundam uh, trilogy, like uh, the second film. I was like thinking, "Oh wow, the Zaku looks like a brilliant kind of kit." That's how it gets you. Like, <laughs> pretty much every that's so you start with Gundam and then you see a Zaku and you're like, "Oh, I want that model." <laughs> yep, seems to be how it starts for everyone. So yeah, I was watching that. Took out an iPad, started looking at custom ones, and then I just remembered on like Pacific Rim, there was a like a BuzzFeed article or something like that where uh-huh. people customized them. So there was one that was done like Tesco colours, it was called Tesco Express, it was the Gypsy Danger like that. <laughs> so you're like, I'm going to get that 7-Eleven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. 7-Eleven Gundam. There's a 7-Eleven Gundam. Oh yeah, oh, there was oh, multiple 7-Eleven There's a Visa Gundam. There's a Visa Gundam. There's no joke, there is a Barnes & Noble death safe. Oh my with, god. With like the death safe kitted out. Is there? Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Holy shit, I did not know that. Oh, I've got to buy that now. How appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> There is a Backstreet Boys Sandrock. <laughs> oh, well, I have actually seen there is a Linkin Park Gundam. Oh, imagine like is a full yeah. set of like Gundam Wing Backstreet Boys. Oh, <laughs> that's, that's the next project. <laughs> but there is actually an official licensed Linkin Park Gundam. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, there's, there's quite a lot. Of, there's there's Gax has his own Gunpla. Episode um, <laughs> 2 and Gax quite, coming back. <laughs> one quite, one Gak thing that's never quite went away. <laughs> One thing that's quite common in like Japanese celebrity culture is if you do like the OP for a Gundam show, you get to release your own exclusive yeah, oh, Gundam nice. kit. Like there's um, like special variants of the uh, Star. Oh god, I can't remember what say yours. Um, Star Starbuild Strike. Starbuild Strike. Um, there's like Starbuild Strikes based on uh, like Wimpy, who are like. <laughs> Not just uh, fast food chain, they're also the name of a band in Japan and they have their own like star winning, you can, not star winning, star build strength that you can build. Um, I think the guys who do the try music as well, you can buy like a special beer guy variant. So yeah. Yeah, TM TM Rev, TM Revolution did one of the the VAs in Seeds and he got his own kit as well, I'm sure. (laughs) Got like one of those weird Seed goof variants. (laughs) So anyway, like I was saying... You uh, just love Iron Brew. Well, no... It <laughs> was, you were drinking your can of Iron Brew, you saw a Zaku, you were like... Fucking perfect, mate. Holy <laughs> fuck, mate. But yeah, I was just like remembering, like, back to that article, somebody did, like, uh, the Russian Jaeger, uh-huh. done in, like, Iron Brew colours. Yeah. I thought, ah, oh, that might look, actually look uh, pretty good in a Zaku. Ha, somebody's got to do that. Wait a minute. I can do that. <laughs> so just looking at kits, thinking, right, should I go for high grade or master grade and that... Nah, sod it. Let's go for perfect grade. So there it is. <laughs> um, we'll put some pictures of this up online, but it is a mess. It's the first time I've seen a perfect grade in the flesh, oh, yeah. and they're <laughs> fucking big kits. Like, Graham's done a lovely job painting this up to like a big giant can of Iron Brew. <laughs> Iron Brew for our non Scottish <laughs> listeners is um, it's a soft drink or a soda if you're from America. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's basically Scotland's equivalent of. Gotta try. If you're ever Coca Cola or try it. Cherry Pie or something, cherry something cherry e- equally emblematic of the culture. But. <laughs> so, how was it building a perfect grade? How was it painting a perfect grade? Ooh, painting it. Uh, well, first of all, unlike a master grade, there's a hell of a lot more parts. Yeah, no uh, painting it's actually not too bad. I mean, the biggest kind of problem is because it's a recolor. 
you've got to put a primer on every single thing. The primer is kind of like a coating that you just can apply to metal or plastic. Yeah. And by doing that, it actually makes the paint stick a lot better. Mm -hmm. And the beauty of doing that is um, you don't actually need so much coats. I mean, all these are just one coat, really. Just one coat of paint that's just been applied to it. Oh, right, okay. And it really wasn't that bad. Like, I mean, the biggest kind of problem was trying to figure out how to do the detail. Because mm -hmm. what I've got here is like a lot of these kind of panel lines, there's a bit of kind of weathering. Like, yeah, kind of look to them. tell us about that. How'd you do that? Well, it's, uh, once you've got the... You paint with an airbrush, right? Yeah, paint with okay. an airbrush. should mention that. But once you've got all the parts primed, mm -hmm. get your airbrush, get your paint ready. And the paint I used for the weathering detail was black. So, oh, oh, oh he's no. broken it. Barry wasn't paying attention to what you were talking oh, about. He was playing with that. I wanted Zaku, to see. And inside. a piece has fallen <laughs> off of it. I'm sorry, man. I'm oh, sorry. No. I'm going to cry now. That's oh. a really nicely painted <sighs> piece. You have though. to buy him a new carefree grade. <laughs> Look, it's not, it's not broke. Fuck you, I didn't break it. I didn't break it. I didn't break it. It's not broken. Don't listen to me. It's fine. It's fine. Is it broken? No, it's not broken. Nah, it's not worry. But this is a very nicely, <laughs> nicely painted <laughs> bit of Zaku off the Zaku off Focus on it, back, yeah. back. So sorry you were saying. <laughs> yeah. Um, once you get your bit primed, you've got your paint ready and your airbrush. Uh, you then need to think about detail. Mm -hmm. So to get the detail on, you actually get black paint and just apply thin lines over the kind of uh, edges of the model or edges where the panel lining is. Okay. And so by doing that, you pretty much end up with kind of a weird looking piece to start with. You kind of think, shit, this is really wrong. Okay, I mean, we'll, we'll post these pictures yeah, online. I'll show you there. Like, there's like some of the arm units. Right, okay. So, if you can imagine, you know what a panel line looks like on a bit of plastic, you've got these really thick black lines mm -hmm. laid over the edges and the panel lines. Yeah. And you kind of think, right, that really doesn't look right. But, mm -hmm. I mean, the amount of like, tutorials I've seen, the amount of uh, uh, videos I've seen with that, they're all doing that. So, you kind of think, right, okay, how's, how's it going to look next? Mm hmm. Now, once you've got all these kind of parts ready for the weathering effect, you then need to apply the, the final color. And when you start doing that, you can really kind of see that, okay, it really begins to work because the gray uh, primer really kind of brings out the main color. Mm -hmm. But because the main color is also going over black, it looks a little bit black and faded and weathered. Yeah. And it just looks better when you start doing that. No, so once you kind of get that technique down, it's really not like no problem whatsoever. One thing I'm noticing from looking at this is how badly cut the stickers are. Yeah. Like that sticker is bigger than the part it's supposed to go into. <laughs> and that's <laughs> kind of the like, problem. Well, why would Bandai make such an expensive yeah. kit? And then, but I think this is symptomatic of a lot of old Bandai mm -hmm. kits is the stickers are really quite bad. But. Well, I think what they kind of do with the perfect grade is they just include stickers so that anybody that's not painting it can just build it and put it together and up, up on the shelf. Well, yeah, they look pretty nice, snap built anyway, yeah, the perfect yeah, grades. Yeah. But um, if think if you're actually going to paint it, you'd probably better have to go for decals, like water decals, which I think they also... Did it come with any decals at all? Did it come nah. with dry or water slides? Nah, just, just came stickers, with stickers? Yeah. Yikes. It's a bit of a shame, like, but it still looks pretty good. Like, Oh, yeah, I mean, great. the worst one I've, uh, I've seen is actually on the shoulder, where I've actually got the number 071 kind of on the shoulder, but it just hasn't exactly applied right. Yeah, and yeah, right. You kind of keep going back to kind of press, uh, put a bit of pressure on, but... It's never going to be right. Well, the good thing is, is third-party resellers are selling, they are converting sticker kits to mm. water slides. That's better. Like so that. you can get online, you can buy yourself a set of decals for anything you're building. So. Yeah. You should yeah, do that. You should get the, get the stickers bootleg. off. <laughs> bootleg stickers. Bootleg. Bootleg stickers. Well, now, Bandai do, do, Bandai do their they own do. extra they do. decals, yeah. do they not? But I think the third-party ones are actually of a higher quality in some cases. <laughs> 
But no, it's a, a lovely kit. Lots of weapons as well. And you, yeah, you yeah. painted the bullets to like we iron brew bottles. Yeah, little iron brew oh, yeah. bottles. We yeah. bottles. Yeah, that's kind of. And the heat hawk has actually got an orange blade instead of a clear one. Ah, yeah. I just got the significance of that. Ah. Ah, so you're killing people with iron brew. <laughs> yeah. So would you, what? What? So what was your favorite part of the kit? Then was it the fact you were building a big perfect grade, or was it more the fact that you were painting it, or? What did you it like was kind about of a combination of everything. I mean, like to me, building a kit is pretty relaxing, but painting one can also be pretty relaxing as well okay. if you're in the right mindset, obviously. And how does the perfect grade compare to high grades, master grades, real grades? Uh, well, high grades, it's pretty obvious. I mean, yeah, yeah. there's a lot more posability and things like that. But uh, compared to master grades, they're a lot more detailed. I mean, yeah. there's a lot more detail in the inner frame. Well, metal parts as well. Yeah. Well, are, is there any metal parts? No. Or? Well, the only kind of metal parts are kind of in the head for the wiring. Okay. But that's about it. But I mean, these are kind of chrome plastic, so it's not for bad, uh, not too bad with that. Like, but I mean, in terms of like master grade and perfect grade, well, master grades, I mean, they're kind of done like so the armor can come off a little bit easy. Yeah. Whereas like perfect grades, they can come off ridiculously easy. I mean, you can easily just kind of pop the armor off, no problem. He says he tries to struggle. <laughs> oh, no. You're going to pull that arm oh, off again, Graham. This happened earlier. Being pieces by the that end. was a leg body. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. The curse of gunplay dust memories. <laughs> so you painted the inner frame as well. So that's, yeah, that's yeah. dedication to the cause. I don't even panel line my inner frames. It's like no one's ever going to see that. Yeah. yeah. Would you just like to sit, sit and undress your Zaku? So <laughs> <laughs> I could have actually done a, a, a bit of a better job with the, the inner frame. Like. I'm sure no one's going to hold that against you. <laughs> so do you, do you think perfect grades represent value given how much more expensive they are than master grades? Or do you think um, they're a bit overpriced? Or? I don't think you're going to get the cutting edge gunpla technology feel that you get with some newer kits. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's a kit from 99, so I did actually kind of feel like I was having a lot more fun with it. And oh, right, it okay. It does kind of come out as uh, a lot more detailed than like some of the Master Grades I've built. But I mean, like I say, that's a kit from 99. You might actually look for the Unicorn Gundam, which is one that was just released in May last yeah. year. So maybe that one's a lot better. Maybe the more technology's been applied to making that a lot better. So... It's maybe a little bit unfair to kind of say that because I've only just built the one, you know. Okay. So you think you build another perfect grade? Oh, I'd say so. I not immediately, like, but kind of thinking well, maybe, maybe the time. Gundam Mark II. Uh, caramel wafer, Tunnix tea cakes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> the Tunnix. The Tunnix tea cake, Big Zam. Silver and silver and red, Big Zam. <laughs> yes. So, I, it's a lovely kit, Graham. Thank you very much for showing it to us. We'll post some pictures up on the Tumblr as well. You've got a Flickr photo set of that, yep. so. Yep. You too will be able to have a look at the yeah, Iron Zaku. You too can look at the Iron Zaku flipping off, I don't know. So, <laughs> totally. Oh, Amaru, sorry, uh, fuck. Oh, oh catch oh, is a fake Catch you off. Right, so, there's the door, guys. I'll see you later. This is no Zaku, boy. No Zaku. <laughs> that thing's got more armor and more power than a Zaku. It's completely different. We've got some questions here. Um, Sean Cunningham asks... What's the worst gunpla you've ever experienced? For me, I spoke about that briefly last time. Oh, yeah. the, the bootleg death scythe that I bought, which um, looked really nice. The plastic quality of those Dragon Momoko kits are really nice, but unless you're super careful, I managed to break like three parts. <laughs> One part being the knee joint. Oh. So basically, I can never pose that kit ever again. You get a cane for the death scythe. You can't walk it. Walking with this on the scythe. <laughs> <laughs> But um, also the first gunpla I ever built, I might have mentioned this was like an old an old HG Tallgeist three, like the ones that you had to paint. Oh jeez! So that got like 
built and then immediately <laughs> thrown away. Well. Dropped about, in the bin. What about you? What's your uh, last one? I haven't built too many outright bad kits. Um, I think probably the most tricky and difficult experience, like I touched on it a wee bit earlier on, but with the the Sharvzaku 2 um, real grid, um, there was a lot of fiddliness, a lot of parts were falling off, and just with the, um, the kit's articulation, things like the, the piping and the little individual knobs you had to go around the pipe um, were really getting, str- getting sprayed with pipes every Didn't you say the, the Rick Diaz was a bit, a bit oh, the Rick the Diaz, side? Um, um, the Rick Diaz would probably be the other one, um, but I wouldn't say it was an outright bad kit. It was kind of just really old. It was 1999 high-grade. It's a shame because I think the Master Grade suffers from the same problems that the high-grade does. Yeah. It's just old and a bit mm. boring, which is annoying because that's like a $660 Master Grade oh, these days. Yeah. It's just Jesus. old and kind of rare, I guess. Yeah, the, um, the Rig DS was one of the... I think it was pretty early on in the high-grade line. I think it was maybe... Number four. Or <laughs> well, actually, I think it was... Um, it's like a low 20s or something. Low 20s yeah. or 30s, I think, but um, it was... Early two thousands, I think, or nineteen eighty nine. But um, yeah, it's just quite old. Um, can really all it can really do is just hold its gun and stare into space. That's more than the crossbow can manage. So. <laughs> <laughs> Graham, what about you? You you built any particularly bad? I mean, um, you've not really built that many gun plus, much, I guess. Like, I would say What's the worst model kit you built? Maybe a bit more applicable. I was kind of tell my gun plus probably the Gundam Alex from War of the Pocket. I mean, oh, of course, I forgot you built Alex. Yeah, yeah. It's it's not bad, but again, because it's a bit of an old kit, you know. Yeah. When you uh, you tweeted that the picture of it just snap built, yeah, and it looks yeah. it looks like real cheap. But it does. Yeah. What I say yeah. is like after you panel lined it, it looked great, and like yeah, the Alex. Yeah. Yeah, Sticker yeah, that's for the a, shield. That's the dry decal. That's so fucking cool. Yeah, like eighties yeah. font. <laughs> that's pretty fucking cool. Yeah, it it was. It's not a bad kit once it's finished, but kind of building it. it it's a master grade, so you, I was kind of expecting more of the complexity of like so you got got much of an inner frame or not really. Not really. I mean, it does have an inner frame compared to a high grade, but mm, it kind of felt like the inner frame was just a little bit too simplistic you should get the you should get the Zac, the zaku to f master grade so you can have the <laughs> so reenact the scene yeah. so alex was pretty old and not yeah. very good yeah. yeah the theme seems to be the old of the kit yeah. more of a pain yeah. in the arse is also the plastic as well just kind of feels pretty cheap you know like compared to like newer stuff but again that's just kind of uh, down to advancements and Classic technology, technology, really, you know. <laughs> Mobile suit technology. Oh, yeah. Uh, Drawn Robots on Twitter asks, any Gundam series you'd like to see more kits from that are a bit underrepresented? Sure. Um, for me, uh, Tourney. Uh, I've started building the high-grade Tourney Gundam. And it's, it's a 2014 kit, so it's pretty modern. And it's really cool. Yeah, we were just so, talking about this the other day. Yeah, um, and no I'd kapil. really like to see... There's not that many Tourney Gundam mobile suits, but... I'd really like to see the capital. Um, it was there's a no grade capital kit that came out right when Tourney Gundam was on TV, but I'd really like a modern capital because uh, it's so cute and the posability options would be great because it's got little well stringy arms. Capil showed up in Unicorn as well. Oh yeah. That's true, yeah. So there's, I don't know, I mean, that's like three shows that Kapil's featured in. He deserves it. He deserves to have his own kit. He does, he does. I really want to do a Kapil, like, painted up like a Kirby as well. (laughs) That's my dream (laughs) come true. That would be awesome. Uh, So I guess for me, I'd like to see more crossbone kits. Um, Some of the the mobile suits in Steel 7 in particular are, like, so... 
Well, as you know, anything from F, if, if you've not seen it, anything from F91 kind of onwards, the suits start to get really kind of weird looking. Mm. Yeah. And like none of those have really received the high grade treatment. I guess the later, the, the Jeggins yeah. from F91 got I think a the kit. F91 but none of like the None of like the really kind of bizarre looking. I would like, really. None, none of the Jupiter. I'd, want, I'd suits, quite like a, a Victory Gundam. Uh, I can't remember the actual name of the kit, but it's just a, basically a wheel. <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> Don't know how I'd pose it on my shelf, but um, yeah, just a big wheel. My dream come true would be if they brought out the entirety of the Steel Seven as oh, yeah. as kits. Mm. Steel Seven, if you imagine, are like from one of the Crossbone mangas. They're like a kind of alliance of seven mobile suits. It's kind of <laughs> like the Magnificent Seven, basically. It's like total Western in space, but... Doing more Cowboy Gundam kits, for sure. <laughs> but, I mean, I'd, part of me wants to say G Gundam, but G-Gundam. we need H- fucking PG Windmill Gundam. Yeah, we need Imagine that an Gundam. actual working... We need the other Gundam, and um, one, the Spiegel Gundam showed up in Gundam Build Fair's trial oh, yeah, last week yeah. as a ninja. Um, if you've not seen G Gundam, basically the idea is there's every country enters their own Gundam and they're all very overt racial stereotypes. Well, yeah. Like oh, the Mexico yeah, Gundam's yeah. wearing a sombrero. He's got a cactus for an arm. And they're like <laughs> Russian ones wearing like the woolly hat and got the long trench coat. But um, the Spiegel Gundam's uh, the German uh, mobile suit. And it's kind of, it's a little bit dodgy. It's kind of Nazi inspired. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 it looks, looks a wee bit like a stormtrooper. <laughs> it does look quite. It's like a Nazi stormtrooper Gundam, but Bloody it looks hell. pretty cool. And I was actually thinking when I watched that, I was like, I could go a Spiegel Gundam. <laughs> it's hard because I could say, oh, there are lots. You know, I'd, I'd love a lot of these mm. from from other series. But then I look at my cabinet, and it's like ninety percent UC suits, <laughs> and that's by choice, not because they're the most readily available. Yeah, so. Yeah. I, I don't know. Graham, what about you? you? I'd probably say like some of the mobile suits from uh, Gundam Wing. Yes. Namely the Oz mobile suits. Aye. I'd buy a, like a Taurus. Taurus. Ares, Even a Leo. Leo. Why is there Good no, Lord. there's yeah, no Master yeah. Grade Leo? What is the deal with that? It's like you can People get like, want that suit as well. They yeah, want a Master yeah. Grade Leo. It's like you can get all the main Gundams, the Epion, the Tall Geese, but some of the other things are fighting. No. I know Epion was prioritised above Leo. <laughs> I can't. I can't. Because like some of those designs, are, like the Cancer would make a really interesting kit yeah, as yeah. well. Yes, yeah. I love the Ares because it kind of looks like an air fighter pilot, and its you know, its main speciality is flying the air. The Ares is amazing <laughs> too. No, you're you're right. I think some of those offsuits would be well good. Mm-hmm. Jim's Jim's not happy with <laughs> Gundam Wing. Uh, no. uh, to us, one of the things I do like about Gundam Wing is the mobile suits. So if you, you want more Gundam Wing kits, I won't complain too much. There's definitely worse designs out there in the <laughs> Gundam world. Beach episode on Twitter asks. Any personal, that's not perfect, but I've been fiddling with this thing for 10 minutes and it's just going to have to stay moments. Um, yeah, what I've started doing is, I think certainly at the start of a Gunpla hobby over the first, because I mean, I've only been building Gunpla for just over a year, about a year and a half now, is your improvement over the first year is going to be dramatic. And there are a couple of kits where I've maybe intentionally been like, right, that's as good as that's getting, or it's not. But I've started going back over my kits like I spent the last couple of weeks, like com- completely disassembled the tall geese, like redid all the the few bits and nubs that were there, rebuilt it. So I think it's it's the kind of, it's a hobby that allows you to do that. If you're not if you're happy with something but it's not perfect, then you can leave it, and then maybe when you can deal with it, sort of a few months yeah. down the line, just go back. To One it. thing we touched on last episode was that it's very difficult to do irreplaceable damage to a kit. Um, the one point I was going to bring up actually is. When I built the real grade Gundam Mark II, um, 
one of the big challenges, I guess, Graham, you've built a, a real grade marker as well, is when you're building a real grade inner frame, it's very small, and sometimes there's little, small grey bits sticking oh, out of little individual yeah, pieces. Yeah. And what I did was quite unfortunate. Um, there's a piece of the inner frame's shoulder that I cut out from the runner. I went and made myself coffee, came back, and couldn't tell which part of the piece was a nub and which part was actually meant to go into the slot. And what I did by accident was... It was 50-50, man. It was 50-50 and you bought it. 50-50 and I did the wrong thing. I sliced off um, what I thought was the nub. It was actually the piece. Um, And what I had to do was... The thing is as well, is I cut it off and I didn't immediately twig that I'd cut off the piece. So the little bit of black plastic kind of like moved somewhere away on the desk. So I had to spend a good 10 minutes searching for that bit of plastic and had to get like the tight... This is uh, a 1144 scale kit in our frame shoulder. So like <sighs> totally. And I had to get like the tiniest little dot of glue and like stick it back on. And like it wasn't perfect. It was still a little bit loose, but fortunately just because it's the shoulder part, all it was was just a little bit of... Um, a little flap that basically went up and down. Oh, and right, it's yeah, not yeah. great. You have to. It's not as smooth now as it would have been if I'd not been an idiot. But um, <laughs> I did eventually retrieve it. But so yeah. is is this why you is this why you framed the real grade mark too? Is this why you bought a picture frame? <laughs> put a picture of the real grade it's, mark. Um, it's like a traditional Japanese shrine. Now, like get like a burning incense. <laughs> and <laughs> We need to find the picture of the guy with the framed Zeta. Oh yeah, yeah. There's <laughs> like there's a, when the Neo Zeon came out, there was a guy printed it out and scaled yeah. it up for the comparison what size the kit would be. But it's like in his room where he builds stuff, and like just in the background, <laughs> not even the focus of the, the photo <laughs> is like a framed picture of a model of the Zeta Gundam <laughs> on the wall. It's like you know the kind of you know on the backs of manuals they had they're, they're kind of in that weird yeah. like kind of bluish yeah, kind of some kind yeah. of turquoise like. <laughs> negative space wherever it is Gunpla live when they're photographed <laughs> it's just like that it was like Zeta like that in a framed yeah. photograph another oh, photo brilliant. to add to like the Tumblr if we can find it but the fucking best <laughs> the best thing ever because the thing was no way that was his kit it's just like a stock image of the Zeta that he printed out and framed oh. well, I think finding that photo kind of sounds like a bit of a mission for episode 3 mm. I kind of want to go through my manuals now and start cutting out pictures and, like, <laughs> go home tonight and my girlfriend's like oh what happened to all our photos like they've been replaced with these robots do I think it looks better? Do you have any problems with any kits? Anything you were just like, fuck it, just probably with the perfect grade uh, Zaku. I mean, then like like I say, I'm pleased without a frame. You know, it looks brilliant, but you know, frame I do kind of feel like I could have put in a bit more detail, but at the same time, it's like right, fuck it. I really just want to finish this kit. Fuck well, you it. can always repaint it someday as well. Well, that's, that's, it, that's like, the fun I, of I, yeah. you can strip it and repaint it. But Space Titanium on Twitter asks. How do you feel about the Origin anime release plan? Would you drop £70 per episode? Uh, so what Space Titanium is talking about here is... Uh, the the kind of fake inflated economy for Japanese anime <laughs> Blu-rays. It seems to tra- exist outside of regular inflation. It's kind of try... Like, I, I appreciate the effort they're going to to try and localise the anime and make it legally accessible, but what's happening in the UK is we're getting a Blu-ray box set of a single episode... Well, an OVA, so like an hour-long episode. Is it just the one episode? Just one episode of um, Mobile Suit Gundam, The Origin. How many episodes are there in Blue Eye Castle? Is Blue Eye Castle just one Blue Eye Castle is just a one-off OVA. So if you think of it like the way Unicorn done things, it's essentially the same kind of idea where probably we will get The Origin Yeah. 
Um, it's kind of following, um, if you've read Mobile Suit Gundam The Origin, the manga, it will be kind of following, I think, it's volume five. four and five, I oh, think, right. which is kind of Shar Aznable or Caswell Remdeichen, if you want to get specific. Um, his origins, how he went from being a nice little rich boy and yeah, like psychopathic killer who changes his identity every couple of years. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's a, um, the manga's really awesome. I think we talked about it in the first um, episode, but if you haven't checked it out, it's really worth getting. Um, you can get volumes on Amazon for well, this, this, £20. This is the, the issue, isn't it? It's like if you're going to drop £70 on one episode on Blu-ray, you may as well just buy the manga because it's one of the most beautiful mangas ever. The manga made, so. is it's kind of a labour of love for the guys who brought it over. So it's printed on it's hardcover manga with like glossy pages. Um, some of the pages are painted in watercolour. Um, oh, it's hardback as well. Eh? Hardback, so, yeah, really sturdy. Ooh, and the art's nice. really beautiful. Some of the best manga art I've seen. And the translation is pretty good quality as well. So... The story is a really interesting story if you're a fan of Gundam. It really, even though it is retread and ground, it goes into greater detail and things that might have left you scratching your yeah. head are explained I, a lot more clearly. I think for me, my thoughts can really be summarized up on the Blu ray thing quite quickly is that if you've got the money and you want to support the shows, then absolutely do that. I think the, every time the Gundam comes out on Blu ray, I mean, the Turn A ones, the, the Wing ones, they're, they're great box sets, like, yeah. they're so nice. It's just the problem is they're so expensive. Yeah. And for some reason, like, I mean, for, for example, they, they recently announced the Ava Blu-rays, which are going to be yeah. $300. But, I mean, we got the entire AKYB Bop on Blu-ray for 40 quid. Yeah. yeah. So there's, there's something weird happening yeah. where... Bandai seem a bit confused, I think, because they, I thought they'd worked it out. Because um, if you've not watched Gundam Build Fighters, um, you can actually watch it legally for free on YouTube in HD which is awesome, and Bandai know exactly what they're doing there because people watch the show and then they immediately are like hitting up yeah, Gunpro websites, and that's a really good way to generate revenue. I don't know if maybe they just don't see the origin generating money for Gunpla, so maybe that's not why they're doing the same, but I I don't understand why they wouldn't release it for free or for some kind of affordable price plan. They would just help them sell merchandise. I think I think if, if anime Blu-rays weren't so heinously expensive, people not as many people would torrent anime. People would still torrent anime. Oh, yeah, like, right. But I think I, they price themselves out of it for a lot of people. Like, I love Gundam, but could I drop 70 quid on one? There's so many great Gundam things you could buy for 70 pounds that aren't a single episode. I think how many, many kits you could buy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you could well, buy. You could almost buy a pair. You could buy a perfect grade from some places. You could probably buy all the high grade origin uh, kits that they're launching next year, and have change left to get a nice wee Charaznable yeah. keychain or the one that comes like that. with a horse. <laughs> <laughs> so I, for one episode. I mean, I mean, uh, it's, they're it's, making they're making a big. It's a big presentation thing, eh? You know, it's, it's a big thing. It's other thing yeah, than the. We won't get too much in. I don't want to start slinging dirt anime uh, localization companies because they are they are trying. I mean, I don't think they just. Ah, don't get me wrong. They're definitely fighting oh, the right. good fight, and like you know, I'm I'm not saying I'm. I mean, I'm, I mean, but yeah, Mobile Suit Gundam: The Origin is kind of like a starting point, really, and probably kind of to kind of entice more people into the world of Absolutely, Gundam. Yeah. I hope people do pick it up. As always, plus plus support, plus support. <laughs> plus. I think um, if you, I'm not going to outright say you should torrent the origin, but if you can afford £70 for a single anime movie and you still want to support, consider getting a gunplay kit instead or something Someone like call the police. 
Jim's gone mental. <laughs> I know, I've been corrupted. Um, if you remember last episode, I was fighting against these things and against bootlegs, and now here I am a couple of months later telling people to torrent. And You've been hanging out with bootleg Barry too long. Bootleg then. Barry, <laughs> yeah. Shenanaganza um, on Twitter asks about Charagumin kits. He's bought himself a, a Charagumin kit, which isn't Gumpla. I think he's kind of scared to build it. But he also he wants a shout out for Gianco. So. Gianco, yep. Uh, Gianco, shout out for Gianco. Gianco, yep. Gianco. Oh, um, Gianco. Do you know who Gianco is? No, really. If you don't know, you got to find out. We're not telling you. You're going to find out who Gianco is. Yeah, just make sure you, um, there's some really great sites. Uh, you're on Pixiv.net. You'll find some really great uh, yeah, yeah. artwork. Uh-oh. <laughs> I see Build Fighters getting crit- a lot of criticism for this, for its kind of overtly sexy characters. Oh. Like, yeah, it's kind of well, weird. Like, um, so fuck, man. I don't want to get too deviant, but the original Build Fighters were like... A lot of uh, Shota love, yeah, and now there's yeah. a lot of. <laughs> Sorry, cut, cut that cut, out. Cut. He's talking about Shota, he's gone insane. Cool. It's like, first he was talking about Torrent Anime, and now he's talking about Shota. It's all gone wrong. No. Um, so, this uh, this Charagumin kit, uh, Shenanigans, I'm looking at it right now. Um, there's a wee tutorial on the website that I guess you've already read, but. Um, it's, it's for anyone that wants to know these are kind of like resin coloured kind of figure kits you build a wee figure and it's like coloured resin parts but um, as long as you've got the right tools like some not too coarse sandpaper some nippers some glue and a hobby knife it should be pretty straightforward yeah. um, the thing I noticed about this kit is it seems to have uh, seam lines where the parts have been sealed so yeah. the way you do that is mark them out with something like a pencil just so they're easier to identify and just sand them off hmm. Yep. just be very Blade careful it. when you're sanding but it's one of those things you're going to have to go for it it's the same with all, all plan all, all kits it's like you might fuck up but chances are on your first one you're probably not going to so just go for it man just go yeah. For it. yeah but even if you fuck up I mean there's loads of ways you can repair it I mean, exactly so fun, if, really. if you need some tips as you're doing it then please we, we will help you out but I'm telling you now just do it man just do it. <laughs> we once believe you, in your shenanigans. Once you've cut your first piece and shaved it up, that's you. You're flying usually. I thought I heard a girl's name, but that kid looks like a boy. But that kid looks like a boy. But that kid looks like a boy. That kid looks like a boy. So, um, last time we spoke about some advanced techniques like top coating. Yep. So finally, we're going to talk about top coating. Top coating being basically, if you imagine, is you're you're applying a, a layer of clear paint yeah. to your Gundam. Um, this can be very simply summed up by it makes your model look like less of a toy. Yep. Especially if you're using a mat. If you're struggling with the reality coat. of the situation, you don't mm. want. It. <laughs> well, exactly. <laughs> yeah. it, it can because you know what, like untreated oh, no. plastic looks like. Yeah, it's yeah. very shiny. It looks quite cheap, but you give it a nice matte top coat, and already you're getting a more sort of. Yeah, yep. kind of feel. Oh, yeah, and also you can get gloss top coats too yeah. if you want to make it yeah. like a big shiny apple. It, so it seals in your work as well. If you've done paint work, like Graham has a few top coat things, you're less likely to see paint run or wear mm. away. It's kind of like a protective layer. Yeah, and we spoke briefly about uh, decals as well, mm. um, being split into stickers, dry decals, and water slides, um, which. There are, we won't try and explain with audio because trying to explain how to apply a dry decal with audio <laughs> is going to be like, nah, we won't bother. So um, it's the kind of thing, if you're, if any of you have picked up a kit and you're unsure about what you're doing, please get in touch because, I mean, me and Jim are sort of intermediate builders, but we know some yeah, yeah. fairly pro types that could. Oh yeah, either we know pros or we can at least show you a video that will make you a 
pro. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, that, so that was it. That was the top coat special. <laughs> really, really lived up to the hype. Well, there's well, not too much to it, really. You're just discussing yeah. stuff. But another, thing, another thing you can add to that is the beat of top coat is it can actually hide like nub marks or yeah, extractions yeah. from filing. Well, yeah, filing especially. Um, I've only top coated one kit because Scottish weather dictates. <laughs> like the problem is, I think if if it's too cold and you try to apply top coat your paint, it just it just beads instead yeah, yeah, of yeah. even spray. So that's. It. But I don't know how you how did you paint this? You were your way up north and the tundra. Well, thankfully, my <laughs> you got a garage. You got yeah, a garage. Garage with central heating, so it's not be too bad. Northern money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I was painting my perfect grade Zaku in my northern palace. Fucking King Aberdeenshire out here. Like. Oh, Christ, well, I, I don't even want to tell you what the hell's above the, the, the garage now. Is it like a fucking spa or something? <laughs> no, a hot no, tub? It was, it's like it a little den. Like, oh, you got a wee den? Yeah, a wee den like, with a TV and fridge and stuff like that. I was going to be like, like the jacuzzi was keeping the... <laughs> the <laughs> <energy>. <laughs> Hold on. Can we establish an actual Gundam clubhouse in your clubhouse? All right then, man. Right, let's awesome. move this operation <laughs> yeah. north. Like, so. <laughs> so, I mean, that was it. That's the kits we've been building. So, Graham, once again, thank you for telling us about that. No problem. So, each episode, we're going to do a, a small overview of the different anime series or mangas, and you know, hopefully, try and get you into those a bit. And a, a good place to start after you've watched all your UC Gundam is Build Fighters. Um, which first aired in 2013, um, was a follow-up to... Well, Bandai had really kind of tried this concept of an anime about Gunpla with... Uh, yeah, Gunpla Builders Beginning G, which is a bit of a mangled title, but yeah. <laughs> that was like, it was a very short kind of OVA. That yeah, they um, it kind of set the groundwork for yeah. what became Gundam Build Fighters. It was kind of the same idea where a kid finds a Gunpla kit, um, enters it into contests, batters other plastic robots and learns a bit about well, Gunpla this the, is the, the central sort of core of the build fighters world is Gunpla battle which is you know the kids and say kids and adults <laughs> yeah. they build their model kits and thanks to the Plavsky part the magic of the Plavsky, Plavsky particle yeah. they come to life and fight each other in grand world tournaments it's actually um, it's kind of funny it's Originally in 1980, when Plamo kind of took off at first, there was actually a manga that kind of had a similar concept. Uh, basically, the idea was you would build a plastic model and it would get scanned by a computer and enter a virtual reality computer world where you would battle uh, Gunpla together. And that's actually kind of the original idea. And there's actually been a couple of shout-outs to that manga in right. Gundam Build Fighters. But yeah, the series kind of launched in 2012... No, 2013. Yeah, um it, I think the expectations for it were quite low. It was kind of designed by Bandai. It looked like a, an absolute cash-in. Like, yeah, mm. I remember I was um, quite into Gundam um, when Gundam Build Fairs was announced already, and the kind of reaction to it was, well, begin, beginning fighters, builders, try G, <laughs> was okay, but Aye. no one really cared that much. And people were like, yeah, it's just another vehicle for selling Plamo. And then a couple of episodes in, you're kind of introduced to some really incredible fights with great choreography. And the the, an, the all, animation quality is animation absolutely quality. pretty surprising, well. actually. The characters yeah. all kind of talk with kind of a genuine love for Gunpla. There's like genuine shouts to things that you would do when you're building Gundam. Yeah. So you know, cameos from oh yeah, like in in universe Gundam characters. So. Yeah, um, Ramba Ral. If you've ever watched Mobile Suit Gundam, <laughs> he shows up as a kind of unexplained. Never, Mental. they never really reveal his origins, but he's a a thirty five year old. Um, Ramba Ral is the main <laughs> character of Gundam. He is the main character. <laughs> but yeah, um, he shows up as a kind of advisor, 
and kind of um, expose for viewers so he'll explain what's going on and react and go oh this Gundam's so powerful I can't believe it wow but yeah um, so some awesome get, stuff like that your, your main character say uh, runs a, a gumpla shop with his mum yep. um, and he built he's like a, a great builder but not a very good fighter until he meets this kind of magical red haired boy who shows up out of nowhere and starts piloting his gumpla for him and then they <laughs> have this kind of big adventure to the world tournament and introduces like just kind of it's, it's standard anime stuff, but the way it's made, it's made with such like love. Yeah, I mean, you can really it's tell. And it's it's such a love letter to, to Gundam in general, and I think very early on watching Bell Fighters, you're like, you know, it's good stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. The what Bandai as well, they knew exactly what they were doing. Rather than focusing on just new suits, this uh, this kind of focuses more around the sort of kit bashing style oh, of yeah, mobile no. suit. Whereas you imagine you're getting all it's like variations on existing mobile suit yeah. designs which um, really started with the titular mobile suit is the the build strike gundam yeah. yeah and then it went all the way through to there was like zaku variation camphor variation yeah um, a, a wing then yeah, you got the the, the, yeah. the finichi which was like a mashup of a wing gundam and um curios oh yeah gundam curios from double zero it's quite interesting um if you're not Japanese television licensed and rights isn't exactly the most exact exciting uh, podcast topic, but uh, Gundam Double Zero was owned by a different TV company, and the license for Gundam Double Zero expired midway through Gunpla Gundam Build Fairs, sorry, um, and the animators they loved uh, Gundam so much they actually went to the effort of writing double zero suits into the very end of the show which, which they're really still doing yep. <laughs> Bill Fighters try it's like every week there's a new double yep. zero suit it's the Exia the, um, Exia Amazing the Exia Dark Matter which everyone seems to love I don't really get the attraction bit, bit, bit edgy maybe bit, bit too edgy for my tastes but edgy for you. it's made with some real love for Gunpla and Gundam and also there's a lot of shout outs to other mecha shows owned by Sunrise so you yeah. see a lot of Gal Gygar um Zabugol, other Tomino shows referenced kind of little little nods that other shows might have kind of beat you over the head with, but Gundam Buildfares knows how to show it in a way that if you're a fan, you'll recognise it. If you're not a fan, it's still just as fun. It knows exactly what it is, and that is a fun anime, and it manages yeah. to be fun throughout, and manages to be genuinely pretty great by the end as oh, well. Yeah, the presentation is, I mean, the animation's incredible, the soundtrack's really good, and it, there's some genuinely like high emotion going on. Oh, yeah, on totally. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, whenever totally the uh, flamenco song comes on for the Meijin Kawaguchi, you're yeah. totally <laughs> in the zone, you're ready. So yeah, we, I mean, we definitely recommend checking out Build Fighters if you've watched a lot of serious Gundam, perhaps, and fancy something a bit more lighthearted. Oh yeah, that can yeah. back up your love of this newfound hobby. Then definitely, <laughs> definitely, definitely watch Build Fighters. And by the time you finish watching it, season two will probably be finished too. So oh you yeah, can, um, yeah, get right into that. Gundam so. Build Fighters tries airing just now. Um, kind of follows on the same kind of themes and stories as the first. <laughs> the series. themes of buy our model kits. <laughs> themes of buy our model kits. And you can't. I can't criticize it though because Bandai they stepped up. With oh, the, yeah. the HDBFs are all great, and then the ones for Try are even better. So. Oh, yeah, definitely. For, I mean, it's a vehicle, as all Gundam is, it's a vehicle for them to sell plastic to people yeah. like us. But, but it's good plastic. Well, so aye, when the models in the show is that good, no yeah. complaints. That's so I mean, I, I've only just started watching it, and already I'm thinking, oh, I want that kit, I want that kit. Oh, I'm just going to buy a lot of kits, aren't I? <laughs> start maybe making my own, customising them. Yes! Start battling. Doesn't work. I'd love to see the Iron Zaku on a GP base entering the battle. Oh, that'd be so brilliant. Cumbersome. Yeah. <laughs> cumbersome, yeah. 
And we actually think, gets um, in battle, it just kind of finds a bottle, breaks it over something, and just starts stabbing <laughs> them. Well, there is an episode which we won't we won't ruin yeah. the surprise, but a very big Zaku makes an oh. appearance at some point. <laughs> yeah, I think that'll be one of your favourite episodes for sure. So I, that's a that's a ring endorsement from all three of us. So please oh, yeah, totally. give Gundam Check Milford out, a watch. Right, it's competition time. Um, if you've been following us on Twitter and Tumblr, you'll know that we've been running a Zaku line art competition yes. to see who is going to create the next Iron Zaku, the next break. <laughs> sort of in, in line with adults playing with toys, we thought we'd set a colouring in competitions. <laughs> and some people uh, literally did print them out and use felt tips, so that's, yep. that's yep. kind of good. We had a lot of great entries. Um, more than 10 actually so thank you very much yeah it doesn't sound more than 10 but when you consider the effort (laughs) these people put in it's like so thank you very much Um, we will put them all up on the tumblr um, so you can see who did them and what they are Um, but no thank you very much for entering Um, and the prize of course is an HG Grimoire which we briefly spoke about earlier yeah, from g also a great kit to mod and colour in yourself if you've been inspired by the line art competition some of the some of the highlights were um, uh, Owen's uh, <laughs> d- double, double Zeta Zaku was quite nice um, yeah. Amaro's face and Charles' face just on each foot just kind of stretched out of it yep that was good <laughs> um, Guy's the police, <laughs> which we won't tell you about that. Yeah, you just 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 see Oof. if you can guess which one we. Just make sure you're not at work or your mum isn't around or your partner. <laughs> uh, Perry Gibson's Union Zaku, which was really good but incredibly I offensive. Wipe the spit off my laptop after I saw I it. He started crying. I mean, it was kind of tears of beauty and tears of mm. I hate this so much. I just, <laughs> why did why, why did that happen? There's a few highlights in particular. Uh, Sixer Mason's Star Platinum Zaku yeah. was pretty. Particularly menacing. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> yeah, um, I also really liked uh, the schoolgirl Zaku, um, complete with toast accessory yes. and school bag. <laughs> and that was done by uh, War Bastard TFU, also known as underscore 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 Gavin on Twitter. The thing I liked about this competition is it really gave me some ideas how you could actually paint up a Zaku. Oh, I yeah. thought the schoolgirl one was particularly good and particularly yeah. doable, yeah, but yeah. we have to choose a winner. Yep. And the winner, which you will be able to see on the Tumblr, is Super Hyper D's Captain Falcon Zaku Ver. Yeah. Really? Or was it Zaku Captain Falcon Ver? Captain Zaku. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, that was so a, a real good entry there for Super Hyper D. Yeah. Thank you. Really good. Um, really like the metallic effect on the legs. You'd have to bust out some cool paints to get that working. In yeah, I thought yeah. I thought that was one. The like Captain Falcon's color scheme is great anyway. Oh, so yeah, just yeah. applying <laughs> that to Zaku was like yes. Lots of primary colors. Switching out the <laughs> commander horn for a little Falcon logo as well that you would see on his helmet. Yep, so that was great. So you've won. You've won the first Yay! ever Gumpel Dust Memories competition. Congratulations! You've won a high grade Grimoire, which will be winging its way to you, complete with some Jim Purvis custom artwork <laughs> on yep, the box. Yep, I've decorated <laughs> the box. You can frame it, sell it in a couple of years when Gumpel Dust Memories are making it big on TV, <laughs> Singapore TV, probably. <laughs> so that's it. That's that's our first competition over and done with. Um, we will be having more in future, though. Um, certainly with where we're going next month, which we'll tell you more about later. Yeah, it's a good way to cut down the backlog, for sure. And that's, unfortunately, that's all we've got time for on episode 0002 of Gunpla Dust Memories. We hope you've had a good time listening to us talking about Iron Brew and <laughs> the Rich North. And the <laughs> Rich North. 
But um, as always, um, you can find us on Tumblr where the information from our first episode is still there. If this is your first episode, um, you can get on our Tumblr and we have guides to the shows, where to start with Gumpla. It's all up there, so you can yeah, get us on Tumblr. At, what's our I, Tumblr address? It's gumpladustmemories.tumblr.com. Uh, so, sorry? That was simple enough. I really should have remembered Yeah, that. it's really <laughs> simple, but um, yeah, we've also got a load of links in the header bar of the Tumblr. So if you want to find the beginner's guide, or you want to find our Twitters, or you want to get the RSS subscription feed for the podcast, anything like that, that's all on the Tumblr. And we are we're on Twitter now, as we said at the head of the show. Uh, you can find us at Gumpladust. Yep. And we'll be posting pictures of our kits and stuff on there. Yeah. Um, as always, you can find me on Twitter. I'm Barry. I'm at No Stopping Epoch. And I am Jim. I'm at Let's Hug Bro. And you can find our special guest, Mr. Graham White, at... At GW.0... Oh, shit, fuck. <laughs> oh, he doesn't even... He can build a perfect made Zaku, but can he say his own Twitter handle? Uh, my own Twitter handle is at GW0001. Which also happens to be the serial number of the Wing Gundam. Oh. Yeah, that's is actually, that why? That's how I actually got that, yeah. Yeah, no you way. must... Yeah, I did not zero, zero from, Graham White from the Zero prototype Wing. and zero one from... I did not realise that's where your I didn't ask where your Twitter handle came from yeah. though. I've had the A man with a Gundam Twitter handle. Do you want Kept to just host the, do you want to host the show? Sure. You just you just host it, Neil. No way, Graham. I don't, I don't everything I everything I know is oh, it's, yeah. it's a revelation. Yeah. Freaking minds. <laughs> but um in the meantime, if you've any questions at all, we are here to help you enjoy this hobby. So please drop us a message or a tweet, just get in contact with us and we can help you some stuff. Yeah. Um, but we will be back, maybe. <laughs> we said this last time. It's gonna take another few months a billion, but we will yeah. be back. Well, but you said maybe, but you also kinda of said there will also be a Japan special, so Well, this is what oh, we're just yeah. gonna talk about. Yeah. <laughs> fucking oh, fuck, sorry. Oh no, you're Jim, not, never coming back. Jim and I and Owen will be going to Japan next month. Yep. Which you can imagine is gonna be a very Gundam centric holiday. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so we'll be posting lots of pictures and buying lots of nice things and also recording a podcast when we get back. Yeah. All about things we got up to. Yes, we'll be doing Owen Owen will be coming over, we'll be doing a, a forward for the podcast. Mm-hmm. And then you'll be able to hear about what we've done. We'll have a new competition for you next time as well. So yeah. that's something to look forward Maybe to. Maybe you get a little souvenir from Japan. We'll bring you back some food from the Gundam Cafe. Oh no! <laughs> this used to be this the sausage and rice used to be a Zaku, <laughs> unfortunately. Some Gundam tissues we picked up outside the cafe. And Graham, thank you very much for joining us on Gumpla Dust Memories. Have you had a good time? Ah, oh, really good time, man. Will yeah. you come back on? Ah, if you need me, I sure. Good. You need to build more. You need to build another perfect grade. Oh boy, this could turn into an expensive hobby. Oh, you could do like what's what's Iron Brew's enemy? Like uh, Iron Brew spelt one O. Little Iron Brew. Iron. You could do Iron Zaku and Iron Zaku. <laughs> Iron Zaku. You could, you know, just a well, you could do Zaku. Iron Gundam, perhaps. <laughs> so that's it. Uh, please hit up our Twitter, our Tumblr. Check out all the stuff there, and uh, please send us any pictures of any kits you've yeah, built. Please. And as always, enjoy this wonderful, wonderful hobby. I'll see you next time. Okay. Bye. See you later. Just one beat, communication, I'm made